What's good, Wizards fans? A happy MLK Day. The Washington Wizards were that team, as Kyle Kuzma said. Don't be that team. But they ended up being that team, losing to the Detroit Pistons at home. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus or $150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. The Washington Wizards lose to the Detroit Pistons at home on MLK Day, 129-117. The uh, Pistons were without Big Bogdanovich. They were without Kay Cunningham. They also were on a seven-game losing streak. They were on an eight-game road losing streak. This was the Pistons' first win in D.C. since 2014 as well. Um, so a lot of bad things, a lot of bad records or streaks were uh, ended by the Washington Wizards losing to the Pistons at home. Now, the only good streak of this weekend, of course, is the Cowboys getting blown out. So some people <laughs> comment about that yesterday. Didn't get a chance to respond. But that is always awesome. But on the Wizards' end, uh, rough loss to Detroit Pistons. So what did you see that contributed to the Wizards' loss tonight? Oh, man, it's always fun watching the Cowgirls lose, man. But uh, getting back to the, the Wiz and the Pistons, man, where do I start with this one? Lord have mercy. I mean, the first win in D.C. since 2014. Wow. I mean, I, we, yeah, let's get into it. Um, Again, same issues, different game, same script, trash defense, terrible rebounding. Um, we actually shot well from three, but didn't shoot enough. Um, no passion, no effort, nobody cared. You just lost to the worst team in the NBA by a large margin. I mean, we just lost to the we matter of fact, with their ball movement, they they the show that we are the worst defensive team in the NBA. They cooked us. The fluid ball movement is all it took, little effort is all it took, and we did nothing. I mean, um, let's get into uh, statistics. Obviously, um, out rebounded 52 33. Um, they had 16 turnovers. We only had eight. We didn't capitalize on that. Um, looking at the starting five, let's let's start with Kyle Kuzma real quick. Um, obviously, everybody wants to talk about him and Jordan Poole, and I'm and I'm about to give Jordan Poole the, a little bit of smoke in a little bit, so just hear me on out. But you start with Kyle Kuzma, man. Um, again, what can he really say? Um, he got 21 points, but seven for 21 for the field, three for nine from three. Now, the numbers I do like from Kyle Kuzma tonight, eight rebounds, four assists, three steals, two blocks, very active. But, I mean, he's not a defensive stopper. You know, he he tries. I'll say this for Kyle Kuzma. He tries. He tries. He's trying to be a leader. He's trying. But it ain't enough, man. It ain't enough. I mean, this is just weird. This is the worst defensive and rebounding team I've ever seen in D.C., ever. And it's not even close. I mean, looking at the rest of the starting five, Tyus Jones, really good game. Obviously, 22 points leading all uh, with the scores. Nine for nine teams from the field, though. Four for ten for three. Um, assist numbers seven, decent. Uh, Gaff. I mean, I look, look, I'm running out of reasons to, to like support Gaff, man. Like, look at the numbers. I mean, how many times are we gonna give a 15 plus rebounds to one guy? I mean, Duran had what? Look, look at his stats, man. 19 rebounds. Come on, man. Come on, man. 19 rebounds. Mark Williams had 20. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Like, 
it's not all, all on gaff, but I, can somebody care? Anybody care? Anybody? I mean, come on, man. I, it's just 19 rebounds. Let's just say something to you. You gave up 19 rebounds to the to Durant on the Pistons at home. I mean, it, it's just, yeah, it, it's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard to even <laughs> fathom that, man. Uh, Denny, underwhelming, 12 points. Uh, he did shoot eight, four for eight from the field, 50%. But um, two rebounds. I'm looking for better numbers there. Four assists. Definitely looking for better numbers. Two blocks. I'll take that. But Jordan Poole, 16 points. I mean, obviously, you know, we're looking for a lot more, but 16 or six for 14 for the field. Um, and outside of 16 points contributed to assists. That's about it. I mean, you got a turnover. Um, and then, but you know, so looking at the starting five, man, abysmal, abysmal to the Detroit Pistons. Kyle, man, like I said, I, I like Kyle Kuzma, man. He has been a leader, he has been probably the most consistent guy on the team. But the puck can't call the kettle black. Like, come on, man. Like, really? Don't be that team. We are that team. We just lost to the worst team in the NBA, but and it wasn't even close. Like they smoked us. I mean, on, on the defensive end, they just they showed how bad we really are, man. I mean, so from a player's perspective, E, there's not much to say. We look like crap. I mean, we talk all that junk to the Detroit Pistons, and they came into DC and they slapped us around and left and said, huh, don't be that team. So, I mean, I guess to try to look at some positive, man. Um, Patrick Baldwin Jr., definitely a guy that needs more minutes after the deadline. I mean, his, we we know that with his shooting strokes on, he can shoot, and he looked good tonight. I like what I see from uh, or saw from Patrick Baldwin Jr. tonight. And uh, looking at a few videos, uh, Shamit definitely boosted his trade value. He has definitely been looking good lately. I'm definitely getting healthy, come back from that injury, man. But even at the second unit, man, Bilal, terrible game. One for four, two points. Um, DeLon Wright, five points, four assists. That's about it. Kispert, 15 minutes. Eight points. I mean, Baldwin Jr. looked good, three for three overall. Gill, he's pretty much a coach at this point. So, I mean, that's it, man. I mean, that's it. I mean, this is just a terrible, terrible showing, man. So, I mean, I don't really have anything positive to say about this game. There was no effort at all. No effort at all. And then, you know, people want to talk about, oh, well, you know, um, this is all part of a rebuild. Okay, fair enough. All right, I want you to go to a construction site. Take a brick. And put it in the middle of the dirt and, and wait for it to build itself. No, you have to build. It's called a rebuild. It's called building again. You have to build on top of that. It starts with a culture. You're you're in a transitional year, going to your first year. You need to build a culture. What is culture? Playing hard. They're not playing hard. There's no culture. The defense is trash. The rebuilding is trash. Nobody cares. Jordan pulls always in the center. Some daggone controversy. Like every time somebody's mad on the court, who are they yelling at? It's Jordan Poole. What's the common denominator here? Look. Bring him in the office, man. Silly, look, you want to you go somewhere else? Boost your own value. We'll help you out. Because clearly he don't want to be here. I mean, by now he knows this ain't his team. By now he knows what the deal is, man. So this, this whole attitude, you know, thinking it's Golden State, being Hollywood, you know. And, and here's the thing, E, and I'm about to pass it over, man, because I know I'm ranting here, man. No, you're good. He, you're good. He has been, he's been playing better. <laughs> he's actually been locked in. But mm. then you see stuff like this. It's like people are yelling at you for a reason because – you might as well stay in the locker room on defense. He's non-existent. Nobody defends on this team outside of Denny, Bilal, and DeLon Wright. That's it. Everybody else can just might as well stand there and watch what's going on. The, the, the veterans have checked out. The young guys are ready to get more playing minutes. The deadline cannot get here fast enough, man, because I'm ready for a rebuild. Little hammers. I'm ready to see what we can do with this young talent. But the vets are ready to go. I'm telling you right now, Kyle Kuzma, mentally, he's ready to go. 
He's ready to get up out of D.C. Every veteran on his team is ready to go. And you know what? Looking at coaching, I, I've had enough. I'm tired of it. You know how you gave this man a fourth-year option? How? The defense is non-existent. There's no defensive system. There's no philosophy, nothing. They, mm. the, the defense is trash, trash. You got humbled at home by the worst team in the NBA without their star point guard and Bogdanovich. I mean, we played a G League team and got smoked at Cat One, man. I mean, what? I mean, it's just it, I'm I'm over it, man. Like this is a terrible team. We can't rebound. We can't defend. And it's crazy considering you know West has got a defensive system. What system is that, man? I ask because I ain't seen any defense in three years. I haven't seen any adjustments. I don't see any rah rah. I don't see any effort. No heart. No nothing. No dog. Nobody cares. Look. February cannot get here fast enough, man. And so we can truly rebuild and build this culture up, man. But look, at the end of the year, I don't care about no daggone fourth-year option. Look at head coach. Go, You need to take a look at head coach and see if we can get an upgrade because he ain't it. I like mm-hmm. Wes, but this ain't this ain't a liking contest. This is a performance-based industry. It ain't happening. So at the end of the year, they need to evaluate head coach. I don't know if you need to promote within the staff or go out and get a guy, man, but I've seen enough. So that's where I'm at, E. Terrible showing. Terrible showing, man. No effort. And I get it. It's a rebuild. But you have to play hard. A rebuild is not just standing pat and getting your butt whooped. Especially by the worst team in the NBA. I mean, the chances are they're going to get the number one pick. Because they're so daggone bad. They're setting records for being bad. And but yet, no, no. You want to get right, go to D.C. Go to D.C. They'll set you up for success. Because every time somebody has an off year or an off performance, they go to D.C., man. They look like the next coming of an all-star. So, I mean, it's just, I, I, I'm done. I'm so done. Let's get to the deadline, and then we can really start this rebuild off right, man. And my, my bad. I took up the time, man. But I just it, yeah. it, it really gets to me, man, when you don't care, especially when people are trying to just get groceries, man, and spending money come out and see your butt, <laughs> and you, you can't even play like you want to be here. I mean, I would I would trade situations in a minute, man. Come on now. I'll care. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where I'm at, E. All right. No, no, you're cooking right now. You're cooking, man. I, 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 it's hard for me to even follow up, honestly, because you were just cooking. You were preaching MLK Day for sure. Yeah, that was awesome on MLK Day. That's just what we needed to hear, man, for sure. And it's unfortunately played like that on MLK Day and in front of Miss um, Ali, who started the Chili Bowl, who started, you know, was a big part of the, the Chili Ben's Chili Bowl uh and getting that going so <laughs> you know it's just a disrespectful performance at home disappointing like you said getting out rebounded by duran alone it felt like uh alec burks coming off the bench and putting up 34 alec burks hit eight threes that's inexcusable the defense is terrible um matador defense cone defense turnstile defense uh just awful but um uh, we're gonna get some quick words here and then we're gonna talk a little bit more about the game um and then get some comments here too but um, before we do that, today's episode is brought to you by Better Help. Around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing, right? Maybe you finally organize one part of your space and you want to tackle another. Or maybe you're taking your supplements every morning and now you want to actually eat breakfast too. Therapy helps you helps you find your strengths so you can ditch the extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give Better Help a try. excuse me, it's it's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. Also, <laughs> excuse me, sorry about that. Make sure you guys check out FanDuel. The NFL regular, regular season has already wrapped up and it's playoff time, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place a $5 bet, that's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live, live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet at layup. <coughs> Excuse me, FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Like I always say, the cheat code is every time every time the Wizards play, whatever big man they play against, make sure you, you, um, you, you take a bet on him getting a double-double. Or getting the over on the rebounds. Jalen Durant smashed his rebounds uh, tomorrow or, or, or on Wednesday. I'm sorry, Thursday we played the Knicks. So Hartenstein or Julius Randle. Really, Hartenstein, I would take his rebounds or a double-double. Or even go with Brunson, get his points over. He probably will get at least 30 points. Same thing with Julius Randle. Julius Randle had 39 last time we played him. And the last time we played him, Denny said that, you know, he wasn't that tough to guard. <laughs> and it's the things. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, the jokes make themselves with this team, you know. Somebody just said, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little under the weather. But Brando72 says, the Wizards are a joke of a franchise. Right now, we kind of are. I'm not going to say kind of. We, we are. But we're in a rebuilding phase. But the jokes right themselves. Like Kyle Kuzma in a press conference said, we don't have the personnel to guard. Then he says, don't be that team. We end up being that team. So the jokes right themselves. You know, Jordan Poole, um, he's cut down on the shots in the full moments, throwing the ball at the backboard and, and getting blocked on three-pointers. But still, just defensively, DeLon Wright gets into it with him. Now Kyle Kuzma gets into gets into it with Jordan Poole. So <clears throat> there's some sort of disconnect there. Jordan Poole, has he played better? Yes, he has. But there's still some, you know, mental mistakes that he makes out there and just defensive effort that, you know, he definitely can show some more effort. There's just some miscommunication between him and some of the guys on the team for sure. Uh, but he's trying. He's, he's getting better. But a lot of these guys, yeah, they're not going to be here past, past February 8th. They're just not. And it's time. And I'm really excited to see what they get in return for some of these guys. If Michael, uh, if, if Will Dawkins and Michael Winger and Travis Lane were able to get back two seconds and two yeah. uh, Marvin Bagley and Isaiah Levers, who has potential, then imagine what they can do for Kuzma, what they can get back for Kuzma, potentially get back for Jordan Poole, potentially get back for uh, Tyus Jones. So there's a lot of things that I think this front office can make something happen. So I'm excited to see that we have some new, uh, a new front office, innovative front office. That's my only hope with this team right now. And that Blau develops and Denny gets better. But as far as this game, just to finish up on this game, uh, you already said a lot of points. Like, <coughs> they clearly got out-rebounded, which is just terrible. Just out-hustled, out-physical, out-toughed. Um, Kuzma gets ejected at the end of the game. Yeah, uh, They couldn't guard Jay Nivey. They couldn't guard him at all. They couldn't stop him from start to finish. They couldn't stop Burks. Uh, and, and some of the stats are, are crazy, too, because they shot well from the three-point line. They shot 46%. They shot 10 for 11 from the free throw line. And uh they didn't they barely turned the ball over. Like we only had the Wizards only had eight turnovers. The, the Pistons had 16. And they, they they gave up 60 points to the paint. And they got out rebounded 52 to 33. So they got dominated all in all facets of the game, just all physical parts of the game. They just got dominated. And it, it, a lot of it's on coaching too, Wes. If you allow somebody Alec Burks to shoot and knock down eight threes. You got to make adjustments, and he's not out. He's not making any defensive adjustments. You got a lot. You got to either face guard. But I don't care if it's boxing one. You got like Nick Nurse did in the finals. I don't really care. <clears throat> you got to find a way to get stops. Yeah. 
Yeah. Especially when a guy is that hot like that in your own house, 34 points. That's inexcusable. Alec Burks coming off the bench. Like that, that's just inexcusable. It really is. And stuff like that, when you let when you allow stuff that, that like that to happen, then of course you're gonna be seven and thirty-three. So but I understand it's a rebuild. They're they're trying to do this on purpose. They're trying to lose games. They want to get the first pick of the draft. They want to get draft capital. But at the same time, you want to be competitive and play with heart and have some pride and at least beat some of the teams that you that you really should beat. So um definitely a disappointing loss tonight at home. But um yeah, uh Kuzma getting ejected. He was guarding Ivy, couldn't really stop him, got into it with Isaiah Stewart a little bit, got into it with Jordan Poole a little bit as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it just 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 a, a rough game all around for the guys. Tyus Jones, I thought he played pretty well, 22 points tonight. And uh Bobby Mark said his trade value is really good. So that's that's good to hear. So I do think they're gonna get something back for uh, something valuable back for Tyus Jones if uh Will Dawkins can work something out. The only bright spot tonight, I guess, like like you said, Pat Baldwin Jr., he had all threes tonight. <laughs> three for three for the three-point line. But the question mark for him is, is can he do anything else? And Landry yeah, Schmidt yeah. shot the ball well tonight, too. It's like if, if the three-point shot is not falling for Baldwin, what else is he doing? Is he going to rebound? Is he going to defend? Can he pass? Can he put the ball on the floor? Kind of like Bertans. I'm not going to compare him to Bertans, but it's like, you know, when you're not hitting threes, what else are you doing? So, But I'm happy that Paul Pat Baldwin played well, but that's just the question mark for him. He is a three-point specialist. Johnny Davis got one minute tonight. I guess that was kind of late in the garbage time. And then um, Hamidou Diallo got one minute tonight. So Hamidou, he, he should play a little bit more, honestly. And uh, I'm, 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 I'm intrigued to see what Bagley does. And then Gaffer got injured. He got hit in the head. So we'll see if he plays next game. But, yeah, I mean, every time he goes up against an, another big that's stronger than him or plays with physicality, it's, it's usually 20 and 20 or 25 and 15 boards, 25 and 18 boards, or a big and 50, 60, 40 points. And that's just kind of what you expect. And like I said, we're both fans of Gafford. But when you just have him out there, it's going to be a long night. And the other team's big is going to have an all-star career night. Yeah, and is that what you want to see? It's not even good for his development as far as a player. Like you said, you know, and we both agree on this, man, that he struggles when he goes against more athletic, stronger bigs. But let's be real. That's 98% of the NBA. Like, it's 98% of the league. Like, I, I, I like Gaff, but he's a backup. He's not a starter. He's a backup. I mean, he's he's not he's not it. And that, that's what I'm saying. Rebuild is that you have to build on top of what a foundation is, man. You know, instead of just throwing a brick in the middle of the yard and say, "Oh, the house is just gonna build itself." No, it's not gonna build itself. You have to instill the culture. That, that's the first thing you do: instilling culture, a culture of winning, a culture of playing hard, playing to win. You know, regardless if you win or not, playing to win is a dub because of what you're trying to do. You're trying to develop young talent. You're trying to give them good tendencies, good habits. And we're not doing that. You know, the coaching has to be changed. I mean, because you see too many issues. You see so much bad body language on the court that under certain coaches would not have happened. You know, and, and it's not just Poole. You know, obviously, Poole's has so many issues here. Not just, I mean, you look at this, or Denny. Denny and arguing, man. Stop arguing. Get down the court. That's another issue I got. You know, stop arguing. Get down the court because while you're down there arguing, it's four against five in transition, and you wonder why we're trash in transition because he always has one guy at the end of the court yelling. I mean, it's, it's so much bad body language with this with this coaching staff. I'm not gonna say the staffs that Weston Sun Jr. has to stamp his foot down and take control of the locker room and stop letting the players take control of the locker room for you because you know, yeah, it's nice to have Kuz as a leader, but 
no, the first voice in the room needs to be the head coach. Three years, E, three years that defense has not gotten better. The players are not responding. How many years are we going to have issues with people arguing? You're the coach. Shore that up. That's embarrassing. You know, look, you best believe MLK Day, the owner was out there. The whole front office was out there. Anybody who's a who's who within this organization was out there today. And they watched your star player, if you call him that, argue with Jordan Poole, the key acquisition of the offseason. So it's just, it's, it needs to end. Trade everybody who has that has value and let's rebuild this team. Enough's enough, man, because the vets don't want to be here. And then it's fine. Cool. Go find the championships elsewhere. But it's time to give a lot of these young guys playing minutes, man. You know, Patrick Baldwin Jr., I'm with you. If I mean, he can shoot, but that's about it. <laughs> and when you start comparing Davis Bertans, Lord have mercy. <laughs> that really hurts your heart, man, because that that dude, man, Lord, it's not get on Davis Bertans. But I, 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 like I said, I'm ready for rebuild. I'm ready to start over. I'm, I'm all in. I got my seatbelt on. I'm ready to roll. The biggest thing is culture, man, playing hard. They're not playing hard. They're, they're, they're being checked out. And like I said, I try to look at things for different lenses, right? People right now are hurting, man. Like, to be able to spend gas, the ticket, the daggone high-priced daggone food, the parking outside of the arena. I mean, there's so much money you put down for an NBA ticket, man. And for you to just sit there and say, oh, I'm just not going to try. So why should we try? Why should I drive my daggone butt an hour and 40 minutes to go to Capital One if you're not even going to play hard, man? Like, that's a slap in the face. It really is. Because people out here are hurting, and you're not going to try? I I'm, I wish I could be a millionaire and not try. I'm just saying, I wish I, 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 wish I could have that problem. And I'm just being 100 with it, man. It's, it's really difficult because a lot of us are ready for a rebuild. We're ready to see the next era in Wizards basketball. We've got the front office. You know, I, I've nothing against the front office. The ownership, they're doing all the right things at this point. It's the players. You don't care to find, we can we can go ahead and help you out with that. Send them on their way and let's, let's, let's do the youth movement. And that's where I'm at. I've seen enough. I, I'm ready for the, the trade deadline. And that's what I'm looking forward to, to be a totally 100 with you, Eve. So I'm done, man. <laughs> Right. I mean, yeah, they, they clearly checked out. They're ready to move on. They're ready to go to Cancun. They're ready to go on, on vacation. Um, we know where their heads are out, where their heads are at. And it's it's weird because <coughs> they just had a good game against the Atlanta Hawks. So yeah. it's like they got a good game to build off. Denny almost had a triple-double. Kuzma played locked in. He had what, 25, 29 points, something like that. And then uh, Poole had a good game. Just the whole team overall had a, had a good game. Everybody played well. So for them to come out here and just play like that was – you know, it, it's just that's just how they've been this year, and they're they're seven and thirty three for a reason. Seven and thirty two, and they probably will be seven thirty three, seven and thirty three on Thursday. <laughs> so you know, we'll just get that out the way. But yeah, they they right. they they just ha- they have to get a top top two pick, really top three pick, and they gotta they gotta hit a home run in this draft. Yeah, I think that these next two drafts are very pivotal, man, especially for this team, man. There's this, this talent there, and there's talent that in this year's draft that you can develop, and there's Cooper Flag, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got to say. You know, so we there's, there's potential for drafts coming up. I think that there's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel. The front office is solid, man, but we just got to get to the deadline because you're going to see – it's just what the MO is going to the deadline. You're going to see games like this. They have checked out. So um, we're going to get into comments, man, before we do – Tonight's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, except for if you're a Wizards fan. But can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? Going to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is very scary, especially if you're a parent. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than having one of my children, my wife, a friend of mine, a family member, period. 
getting sick while supply chain issue kept them from life-saving medication that they needed. So thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among a lot of others. This stuff can happen to any of us, I'm trying to tell you. So all you have to do is visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost, which is key. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So all you got to do, guys, is go to jacemedical.com and use promo code Locked On to get $20 off your first purchase. All right. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll probably do two or three. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. We'll probably do five. Um, I'm not gonna sit up here and uh and, and you know <laughs> gonna read the comments tomorrow because I'm not gonna jinx it. Tomorrow we should be having a guest on from Locked On Pistons, uh Kuka Hill from the Locked On Pistons, just to do a, a recap of the trade, just kind of talk about what we're getting in Marvin Bagley or what you expect, how his time in Detroit was, same thing with Isaiah Livers. And then he'll of course probably he'll probably ask us about Gallo and Muscala. He may not. He may not because he probably doesn't think they're gonna get much from them anyway. So he may not even ask us about them. But we're gonna ask him about the guys that we got just so we can get some insight about you know what we're gonna get or expectations. Yeah, he's like Gallo, that's a dude with the, the walker with the tennis balls, right? I said yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gallo and Muscala. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll start off. With uh, well, Edward Moore, we don't, there's not much to say that one, but uh, he says, lost the worst team in NBA history. At least we are one loss closer to that first pick. Yeah, um, that's what we're trying to do <laughs> right now. We're battling with the Pistons for the first pick of the draft. Yeah, um, just looking at some of the standings here, the lottery, where we stand. My phone is loading, I'm pretty sure where the, the yeah, it's, it's between us, the Spurs. And the Pistons and the Charlotte Hornets, so they're eight and twenty-nine. We're seven and thirty-two. We're tied with the with the Spurs at seven and thirty-two, and then Detroit's four and thirty-two. So there is some <laughs> excuse me competition. Portland's ten and twenty-nine. So there is competition for that first pick of the draft for sure. Um, and it's going to be tough. So our, with our luck, hopefully we don't end up with a ninth pick. I don't want to jinx it, but you know that's what we've gotten in the past. The past the ninth, we got the ninth pick twice, and then the tenth pick, but. Um, and then I want to say we got what like the seventh or eighth with Bilal, but yeah, there is, there's some competition for that first week of the draft. There's definitely some competition. Oh, yeah, really <laughs> yeah, that's the only competition we roll with, man. I mean, right. for yeah, that no. first pick, um, I don't think I don't see us getting that higher pick like we usually do, man. There's a lot of talent in this draft. Uh, I know, I know a lot of people are down on the draft, but I think there's a lot of potential as far as players <laughs> who you can develop in this draft, man. I think that with the top five, you can't lose. I mean, obviously, a lot of us went Alex R. I think that a lot of us think that center needs to be the next position to be the emphasis on the team, and I agree with that, that a point guard. But, I mean, between him, Ron Holland, I mean, the list goes on. Buzillas, I mean, Dylan Hammond, Kentucky's looking good. A lot of talent, man. So, I definitely think that we're going to do well in the draft. Let's see. Uh, the truth said, Kuzma was about to fight JP on the court, and we get blown out by the Pistons. Worst game of the season. I mean, it's not a good look. I mean, like I said before, E, I mean, MLK Day, everybody who's relevant in his organization was there today. And you saw Kuzma fighting again with Jordan Poole. And, and, and that's why, if you notice, man, it was such a change when, at the beginning, when we first acquired Jordan Poole, a lot of people were excited to say, you know, to the point where they were calling him maybe the next great player to play for the Wizards. 
in the lines of Gilbert Arenas, John Wall. And then it, what, it was like 20 games later. <laughs> Look, we don't view him as a long-term asset <laughs> as far as being here, man. We're ready to move on. It tells you a lot about his attitude. He's a young guy, man. You know, I, I, I'm blessed enough to be able to interview him. Um, young guy, man. Young guy. A lot of fire. But here's the thing, man. This ain't Golden State, bro. Like, you know, you, you this is D.C. And we may be trash, but you're trying to build something here. And, that, and it comes with playing hard. You checked out. What's that, what's that telling everybody else around the league about you, Jordan Poole, when you checked out on a team that's hot garbage? Like, I mean, why would I bring you to my organization to contend for a championship if you checked out on that team? I mean, do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Get your value up, and then, boom, we will get you that ticket to dollars. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, Jordan Poole, <laughs> I think, I think like like you said, I think he's a, a, a good guy. <laughs> you got to talk to him in person. Uh, I think he means well and all that. So, and I, I don't know what they're arguing about. You know, we don't know word for word what they're saying, but this is the third guy to argue with Jordan Poole in during the game. So, you know, we've seen some of the, the stuff on the sideline where, you know, he wasn't looking at, looking at the clipboard and he's changed since then for sure. He makes, he makes sure that he's locked into the clipboard and whatever West until Jr. is trying to tell him. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Why is why are three players going back and forth with Jordan Poole right now? You know, this is the third time, and we haven't even got to the All Star break yet, or to the, the NBA trade deadline yet. So uh, it, it certainly is interesting. Kuzma this time now, Kuzma and somebody seven five seven finest is saying Kuzma arguing with Poole as if he didn't go seven for twenty one. So hypocritical. Not a true leader, and the media is going to bring up his comments about the earlier this year. Yeah, <laughs> as they should. As they should talk about Kuzma's comments. We talked about it already a, a lot, you know, where he said, don't be that team. But, um, yeah, Kuzma, yeah, sometimes he, he, you know, he's trying to be a leader. He's trying, but, you know, he got two tags, got thrown out of the game. So this team, we just have to weather the storm with this team this year, get through this team, get through the season, and then just, you know, the get through the trade deadline, see how much we can get out of Bilal this first year, develop him as much as we can. Danny's been improving, and then look forward to the draft. We just got to get through this season, honestly. That, that's what we got to do, and and see what we can get back for some guys. You know, some guys' value has has gone up. I think Tyus Jones. I think he's worked his value up. Where I think you could possibly possibly get a late first, at best. You can get a good player in return, a couple picks, um, and then Kuzma. I think you can get a first, <laughs> and then Jordan Poole. I'm just not too sure, but I think I think Will Dawkins definitely will work his magic to get some type of assets back for these guys. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Um, if you look at the move for Bagley, how you were able to get two second-round picks for guys who, quite frankly, we were going to buy out, tells you that the light mm-hmm. is definitely at the end of the tunnel, man. This front office is going to build this team. You know, there's a lot of talent in the next three drafts. A lot of talent, man. So we're going to be all right, man. It's just getting to that point. You know, I'm, I'm done with the veteran part of this season. I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, as far as the development phase – I'm looking forward to the second half of the year. I'm looking forward to it, man, because I really want to see how a lot of these young guys play with extended minutes. I'm excited to see Denny and Blau in the same lineup. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this rebuild. It's just – it's tough watching guys not care. You know what I mean? And, and it's just – it's a culture thing. And, yeah, but the light is definitely at the end of the tunnel. You know, but, yeah, I mean, him arguing with Poole, I mean, it's not – you can't really say too much when you're so hesitant on that jump shot and you're shooting seven for 21. Like, sometimes it just feels like – Kuz shuts down driving the lane and attacking the basket and just relies so much on that jumper. And it hurts him and it hurts the team. 
So I think we all know why they're yelling at Jordan Poole. I mean, de- defensively, yeah. I mean, we're terrible defense, and he's putting no effort to defense. So it's it's pissing people off. So I mean, you mm-hmm. know, but yeah, I'm ready for some changes, man. Yeah, and what I will say, because you talked about how people thought he was going to be a cornerstone or a franchise player or an all-star, and, you know, Kevin Garnett <laughs> came out and said that he thought he was going to be James Harden. You know, so, I mean, that's how far we've come. But Jordan Poole has played better. He was getting booed in the beginning of the year. He's getting booed off the court. Um, no, not off the court, but he was just getting booed by Wizards fans at home. It was that bad at that point. But he he has improved. He has improved defensively. He, he's he's a cone in a turnstile, so we we just you know he he just he has to put more effort on the defensive end. Yeah, but you know, like I said, changes are coming. But <coughs> I, I remain optimistic. I do. I think that we're we're definitely headed towards rebuilding this team, man. Just getting to that trade deadline, and like I said, you know, for Gallo and Muscala, I did not think we were going to be able to get much. You know, I thought they mm-hmm. were definitely buyout candidates. They got a couple of second round picks and two very intriguing young players. I mean, Marvin Bagley. I get a lot of people are alone him. <laughs> Uh, Sacramento, Detroit, but let's be real. He can score in the paint. He can rebound. We definitely need that. We need both of that. And Livers, man, keep an eye out for Livers. Like I said, um, you know, we extend that qualifying offer. He becomes a restricted free agent. We can keep, we can keep him around, and we can probably do it on the cheap. He's a guy who can shoot. He can play. So you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to see who we get back as far as assets and players in return. But you know, mm-hmm. this is going to be a really fun to watch young team. We're not going to be very good, but if you're in it to win it long term, and you want to see these guys play hard, which these young guys are doing. You know, you're seeing Bilal put a lot of effort in there. So, you know, you're seeing the right thing as far as the young guys on the team. So, we'll see. I think it's going to be a very exciting team to watch in the second half, in my opinion. Yeah, um, and then somebody from Israel says, uh, great decision <coughs> making by Wes, uh, cooling down your hottest player who scored your team's first uh, eight points. So, uh, he's talking. He's talking about Denny. Denny did have a good first first quarter. He played really well in the first quarter. And then he did kind of cool off a little bit. Um, Wes has been known to cool some guys down who have been hot. Like even when Jordan Poole was hot in one game, he took him out. <coughs> Excuse me, he didn't put him back in with like three minutes left. I forgot which game that was. Um, Bullets Nation says Daniel Gaffer has to go. No way he get outplayed by all of Detroit's bigs. Tyus shouldn't shoot. 19 times on this team obviously has something against JP, so unprofessional. Uh, yeah, um, a lot of the points you said, Daniel Gaffer has to go. I mean, he's just not in, in the role that he's really suited for. Yeah, You know, I think he's a really, really good backup big. Or if he's going to start, you got to have a really good backup big that can help him out or another big that can help him out. Because him just being your only big, it's just it's, it's, setting, it's setting the team up for failure. You got to have more depth. You got to have more physicality. Um, because a lot of guys that come here, we talk about all the time, they're going to have 15 rebounds automatically, 20 rebounds. Durant should have had 20 boards. He ended up with 18, but he should have he had 20, unfortunately. Durant should have been a wizard. Let's be real. <laughs> I'm just going to be 100. Durant should have been a wizard. He was rather, what, 13th? We got who at 10? I'm just saying. I'm not going to throw that out there. But, um, <laughs> I mean, you know, he's, he's part of a long list of bigs who have had career nights against Daniel Gafford. You know, we know what it is. We both are fans of him. I like Dan Gaffer. Very likable guy, man. But as far as on the court, he he is best served as a second unit center. He just because he's not really good at one-on-one defending the paint. He is great at help defense and in paint. And, and, you know, if you ever look at his game as far as defensively, great help defender, man. But he's just not it. So we'll see. His name's been connected, too. I mean, I know the Knicks right now, and I know that's the biggest name right now as far as uh, Daniel Gaffer, but 
They need a replacement for Mitchell Robinson. And Hardenstein's been playing good, man, but they're trying to make a playoff run. We'll see. You know, in my opinion, outside of the young core, everybody's a tradable asset. And with these type of performances, you know, why would you want a lot of some of these guys here? If you're not going to play hard, then go somewhere else. So that's what I got to say about it. Right. Um, Dan, that says, man, Durant was right there in the draft. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, I think Johnny, Johnny – Johnny had a great college career, just like a lot of guys did. But yeah, Jalen Duran was right there at the time. I don't think we were, we were going to get a center because you know we have Porzingis so and yeah. Gafford, so that was the thing at the time. That's why I was kind of iffy on getting Duran. But of course, in hindsight, it's like, yeah, would you take Duran? One hundred percent, you would take Duran at this time for sure. He'd probably be a top. If you had to do a redraft, he's probably at least top eight. If I look at it, if I look at it on paper again, he's probably at least a top six pick, top five oh, yeah. pick for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, the way he's playing. I mean, he's playing really good ball. He's just on a on a, on a bad team. But um, yes, Asia, I do basketball as well, not just football. <laughs> you know, so um, I, I do I do basketball as well. So thank you for watching. And Lamar Odom says, "Dang, Brandon, not having it." So a lot of people <laughs> say, "Get some, Brand. Brand's cooking." You know, I gotta get off my chest, man. Look, <laughs> that was a tough game, man. Right. So. Yeah, we didn't get a chance to get everybody's comment. I'm not going to say we're going to get into everybody's comment in the next uh, episode, but, you know, um, we're, we're going to try to get to them another time for sure. Maybe maybe uh, Wednesday night, but tomorrow night we got a guest okay. coming on from Locked on Pistons. So if you guys have any questions for him, you can comment them down below in the video or in our community tab. Let us know, and uh, we'll definitely ask him any questions that you guys have about Marvin Bagley. Brandon, he might if they have like a press conference for Bagley coming up, Brandon, you might be down there too. So if you guys want to send some questions, Brandon's way, our way, you know, whatever, Brandon will definitely ask in person because now he has insight at <laughs> the facility, right. at the games, press conference, all kinds of stuff. I'm going to be down there pretty soon. I haven't had a chance to go down there. But I'm going to get down there soon. Oh, yeah. Come on down, man. We have a ball, man. So, yeah, we got insight. I'm just saying. But um yeah i mean look don't let this loss get you down man i mean the, the light is definitely at the end of the tunnel uh we're gonna get this rebuild uh rebuild going right we just gotta get through this period man we, we, we all knew it was gonna be a tough period with a lot of these vets so we're starting to make deals and if this front office can make a deal with two round picks for two guys that we thought we we're gonna buy out we definitely have good times ahead of us man so keep the faith man and definitely appreciate you guys showing up tonight man and we'll definitely see you guys next time man so yes, we'll, go ahead and, we'll go ahead and call it. Um, so, hey, man, wherever you guys get your podcast, five-star review is much appreciated. And on the YouTube side, man, definitely like, subscribe. If you're not a member of Locked On Wizards, definitely consider it, man. We have a lot of fun on here, man. We chop it up. We keep it 100. No company lines around here, man. We definitely keep it 100 on here. So definitely rock with us. Um, so, hey, everybody, hail to the Wizards, and see you guys next time. And peace.